had a, a recent win with Crazy Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won with Big Body. He's good. Real good. I can't believe McGregor. Don't you feel the difference when he fights? Oh, for sure. It's insane. It's always a different energy when it comes to him fighting. All right. Well, we're on, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fair bam, MMA up? loving clan. It's been a minute. The champ and I are back. How you feeling, champ? I feel good. Uh, waiting on you. I know. <laughs> Champ's been waiting on me. It's been on me, but I wanted to. I wanted to revamp it and call it the proper name, what it should be called, Dino and the Champ. It is not World MMA Factory anymore. I think we decided that we're not going to start from episode one. We're just going to continue off of episode yeah. 90, right? Just, yeah, we're just continuing right yeah. into it. You guys know who we are originally anyway. Yeah, exactly. So now if you're going to follow us, you might you could update your Spotify, iTunes, and all that, and you'll find us as Dino and the Champ. It's a yellow logo with a Muay Thai fighter that kind of looks like the Champ. I try to get something as close to the Champ as possible, doing the flying knee. All but I'm excited, things. man. I'm excited. <laughs> everybody I ask, everybody I ask says Dino and the Champ is the name of the podcast. Like, and everybody I ask says, that says... If I see Dino and the Champ, I'm gonna be interested. I want to see what, what what this is about. Sure. Yeah. So it works. I'm excited, bro. Yeah. So we're now we're gonna be Dino and the Champ episode 90, formerly World MMA Factory podcast. Follow us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Pinecast. I guess there's more, but I don't know the rest. We have an Instagram page yet? No, we don't have an Instagram page. No. We got yeah, we're gonna have an Instagram page too. We need to have an Instagram page. Huh? Yeah. We, we just share on our own. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna always be putting the links in the bio. If you want to create an Instagram page, you want to create one? Sure, why not? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, good shit. Ah, so we're going to have an Instagram page too. For now, just follow me on the channel, but we'll have one. Man, I'm excited, but this weekend we got sick card. Wednesday we had some fights. Mm -hmm. The weekend we had some fights. I know we didn't do it. busy fight week. Busy fight week. We didn't really get to go through all the fights, but like the main events, you know, obviously Max against... Uh, Cater. Cater. Yeah, it was a Holy banger. That Qatar. One. Is it Qatar or Cater? I heard he gets. Everybody calls it Qatar. Everybody calls it Cater. It's always yeah. Qatar. I used to call it Qatar. Everybody keeps saying, no, Cater. Like, Which one is it? It's Qatar, Cater, whatever. Mm -hmm. I respect him. Regardless, he's a respectable <laughs> fighter. Has Jesus Christ, like that. is he respectable. He's a tough dude. But what about Holloway, bro? Because Qatar was number six, right? Ranked sixth? Yeah. All the way on a whole different level. Uh. I don't as far even as the striking department goes, I was really surprised to not see Cater go for any of the wrestling as much no. as he's been credited to some of the best wrestling that in his division. Uh -huh. Why did you use it, really? I think, I don't know, I think that they're just the overwhelming of Max, he just keeps, I mean, it's different. Oh, yeah, you in there, sure. you fight all these opponents, and then you go on against a guy like that. Yes, you could say the same you. thing was when Holloway fought Ortega. The yeah. Ortega became like Jessica, but then, you notice, like, these guys start out grappling base. But then as they start getting these KOs later on in their career, they start to forget, hey, I'm a grappler. Uh -huh. If I need to use it, they need to use it. Yeah. They don't use it. They don't use it. I don't know. I think it's just a, I, I guess it's a different game when you get overwhelmed like that. It's just too much. It's just like the, the you know, although uh, Khabib is not like crazy overwhelming on the feet, but when he fought Ga uh, Gaethje, mm -hmm. he just overwhelmed him. It was oh, just yeah. nonstop. And with that kind of pressure, it doesn't matter what you're good at. I guess it just exactly. puts you back. It's insane. I don't know, man. Do you think he's the Holloway's the best boxer in the UFC? Boxer, that's a stretch, but that's hey, stretch. he has a right to say so after points like that. Bro, he, he, was, he, he was dodging punches, looking at the camera like uh, this, doing this. Insane. Celebrate Muhammad Ali his way. Any fight that he's in, it's entertaining. And uh, I don't want to see him at 55. I want him to stay at 45. No. Let him get build up a bit more at yeah. 45. You know, technically, you could already call him. He's already arguably one of the greatest featherweights of all time. Yeah. Keep growing off of that. See if you can get your belt back. I'm sure he can, uh -huh. considering how that second fight went. 
And eventually, hey, when your body can't take going four times more, go up. Then go up. But I think you could take that. Well, if you, you talk about legacy fights, hey, why don't you go, go get be a candidate for the fastest motherfucker on the planet? Go ahead and fight Ooh. Jorge. Why not? We, we don't care. Like, yeah, that's a legacy that, fight. That would be fun. I just well, Holloway's gonna be the champ again. As much as I would think Jorge would win that fight anyway, it's, yeah, it'd yeah. be entertaining. It'd still to be watch. fun. Uh, uh, the chin on this dude. How long has Holloway been fighting? How many wars has he had? How much does he, he gets? He gets hit. Mm-hmm. He definitely gets hit. I've he never does, seen him got knocked down though. And I haven't seen one inclination of his chin being gone a little bit or anything. No. I think it's that Hawaiians are very similar to Mexicans when it comes to getting hit. Yeah. They are, bro. Uh, Aussies are similar, like Mark Hunt is New Zealanders, like these, and which is the Hawaiians are similar to, to New Zealanders and those type They're of people. They're all bred for war. Bro, they could all take. They're bred to take. They have take. a history of war. Yeah, they have all a history of, of war and they could just take it. And then you look at a dude like Holloway, he's not a, you know, he's not the typical big Hawaiian dude, but he just, mm-hmm. you can't bring him down. I don't know, bro. I'm such a huge fan. I was always a fan for this last fight. All the shit he was saying and, and Qatar is no joke. Oh, of course. And then what do you think about, about Qatar? Yeah, what do you think about everybody talking about the corner should have should have uh, thrown the towel or, or stopped the fight for Qatar? I don't know. As much as he was getting beat up, he wasn't gone. No, I mean he, he was there right to the end. Exactly. And maybe you there could have been there would be most reps that would probably stop <clears throat> fights like that. But I hate when they do that. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you show, the fighter shows he's trying to. Put up defense, uh-huh. and he may be getting hit, but he's at least showing signs of awareness. Like, hey, I may be and, getting and hit. How many times did he up. take crazy swings and everything? Like, he's exactly. still, he's still, still trying yeah. to fight back. So, yeah, and I'm, you glad, don't I'm glad Herb didn't do anything. Me too. And fight. you don't take it from a guy like Qatar, like mm-hmm. from Boston. And the people talking about the the corner should have thrown it in, but look, you can't. Most corners in the sport that we're in are not going to throw in the towel no. like that because they, they, our corners are fighters themselves. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't want, you know what I mean. Most of the corners are fighters. Want they wouldn't want to do it to them either. On top of that. You will not get a Boston dude to throw on the towel. No. These dudes are animals. You're not going to get a Boston corner to throw on the towel. I'm glad they didn't. Uh, maybe he could have avoided a bunch of damage to, you know, that, sure. that could maybe affect him later on in life. But if he had mixed in more grab, I'm sure he would have yeah. avoided more damage. But he deserved to finish that fight the way he did. Mm-hmm. He was a beast. And, and I, even though he lost, his stock went up even, I think. Oh, for sure. Like, Entertainment value well, went up, for sure. I mean, he said he doesn't want to be known for that. Nobody does. But still, I'd rather be... If I'm losing, I'd rather be known for being a warrior, lose, you know, lost in a warrior way than just mm-hmm. got beat the sh- fuck up. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations, Holloway, Qatar. That division is going to be exciting again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this Wednesday, bro, Chiesa coming through. I did not see oh, Chiesa yeah. beating Magny. I thought when I was first thinking about that matchup, like, I was going with my heart and I wanted Magny to win. And after watching his last few performances coming back after that long layoff, he looked pretty impressive where I thought he could possibly take the edge, but you also have to think about who's been active more and been getting that ring uh-huh. time. And he, he also hasn't had any time to have any ring rust. Yeah, you were. Not to say like everybody believes in ring rust, but it's true, it happens. Magni looked good throughout that entire fight, but Kiesa has been staying active. He knows what to do. He knows how to stay in a fight. So as boring as it was to see him try to just out-wrestle him, pin him down and control him. That's what he you knows, have to do. Yeah. you got to do. If you're going to win, you're going to win. Do you think it was more skill that beat Magni down there or just strength? It I just looked like he was skill. strong. Skill, you think? Skill with strength. Skill? More strength than skill. Because Magni's good on the ground too, isn't he? Yeah, Magni's, Magni's good too. And I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I mean, well. he's got some of the, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that he's got some of the highest uh, ground and pound percentage landings in the, in the division. One of them, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what he did to Hector Lombard. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, was that? That was the heck of a lumber fight. Yeah, he was yeah. getting dropped that whole fight. I yeah. remember that fight. 
So I was surprised, man. I thought uh, Neil Magny is, you know, he's Neil no joke. Yeah, no joke. He's one of the top guys, and Kiesa definitely showed what's up, and he should stay at 170, not 155 ever again. No, he, he was dying at 155. Exactly. That's what what's his name, uh, Dos Santos was saying about it. Like he went to one seventy, he had a good run, but now now it looks like he's going back to fifty five, right? He's going back. Dos Santos is. Yeah. Is he he's really fighting? Um, who's that dude? Uh, Khabib's like buddy. He's Makashev. Oh, he's fighting him at yeah. one fifty five. Yeah, I think it's somewhere around March. Those guys. What are do you think about Dos Santos going back down? I thought he was looking good at seventy. From what he's saying, like his whole dieting plan that he's changed it up now, it's made him perform better training wise, fight wise. He's on that carnivore diet now. The truth. The truth. I know you, mm -hmm. not me, me eating people don't like to hear that, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. I, I've been, I, I go on and off the carnivore diet, and I have been my own lap rat when it comes to that. And when I'm on it is when I'm optimal. The injury that was a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. I decided to get on the carnivore diet after that. And uh, I, I swear to God, I, I don't know, it does something to inflammation. It makes everything feel better. And you feel, I feel like I'm on steroids. I really do. Like you feel, you feel maybe because the meat has steroids in it because yeah. you don't know what you're eating now, but mm -hmm. you feel different. Yeah. So that's what Desanya said. He's just been caught with that's us. That's what he said. Kyler, yeah. I was listening. Uh, he said that in an interview, and then Joe Rogan. He was talking to somebody, and they brought up that interview, and that he was saying that, "Hey, yeah. I switched this carnivore because Joe Rogan does that too." Yeah, so that's what I got. It from. Joe Rogan lost like 15 pounds, gained muscle, and literally when I heard him say this, that's when I started. It. Lost like 15 pounds or something like that, gained a bunch of muscle, and he said all his aches, anything that, that was feeling injured, went away mm -hmm. for that month that he was just eating. And it makes sense. I don't know if it's just because you're eating meat or because you're eliminating everything else. I wouldn't know too much. You know? As far as looking into the science of it, I haven't thought about it, but what I've seen for most people that I know that switched cover, they all feel good doing it. Yeah, and I think- There are a couple guys in here doing it in here too. They, so. they do? And it's amazing, but also the, my logic on it is any elimination diet should help because you're eliminating, if you're just eating on a carnivore diet, you're just eating meat. I eat vegetables too. I don't, carnivore, carnivore, most of the carnivore diet is just meat. Mm -hmm. You don't eat veggies, fruit, nothing. I eat vegetables and fruit too. But uh, I think it's just an elimination thing because if you're just eating carnivore, you're not eating the bread, you're not eating the carbs, you're not eating the other stuff. So you're eliminating the bad stuff. So I, mm -hmm. I'm maybe even without the, the, the meat, if you're eliminating the bad stuff, it could be good, but I don't know. Whatever, it works, it's good. So the Sanyos, I believe him now. That he said carnival, I believe it. Because I went down in weight, gained muscle, looked better. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a crazy thing, it's the truth. Now, I don't know if it's going to affect your heart later. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? You know? And you do get bad diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan oh, wasn't man. playing. Joe Rogan wasn't playing. Oh my God, especially in the beginning when you start the first few days. Mm -hmm. Ooh, your ass and your stomach is on fire. It's just no fun. But then after that, it feels good. Yeah. So the sign is going back to 155, but that 155 division is going to be insane. It's, it's, and now when I think about this, I heard this, um, Luke Thomas said this, and think, tell me if it makes sense. It makes sense, so much sense to me. The 155 division is full of stand-up fighters, you know, kickboxers, boxers, type style fighters, and they're all fighting each other to get to the top so they can fight a grappler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's what a well, Jurassic change. There are some good strikers in that division, but you're also got to remember too like most of these strikers before like they got into being known as strikers were grapplers as well uh -huh. like look at the card this week you got michael chandler he's been getting a lot of ko's recently in bellator but he's a wrestler he's at a heart wrestler, yeah. he's a wrestler so he knows how to wrestle Jorge is a wrestler too he trains with wrestling all the time so don't you feel like kind of mcgregor changed and Oliver, Oliveira, another one for a title contender he's a jiu-jitsu player yeah and now that last fight he was holy mm -hmm. i feel we like saw that jiu-jitsu test 
Tony Ferguson. Uh-huh. And that just eliminates the possibility of ever making Tony versus Khabib. Nah, I'm not, I'm That's not never happening after watching that. If Al Oliveira could ride him like that, yeah. what do you think Khabib would do? And I know styles make fights and all that, but like there's some things that you could just see. And you can blame the possible like that last performance he had with Gaethje and the two weight cuts that he had. You could all say that played a factor in his previous fight, but hey, you can't take away the skill of both fighters. Like yeah. Alvarez got good jiu-jitsu and so does Tony but we just saw who has the better jiu-jitsu. Who has the better yeah and uh I, I think Tony has really good really really good jiu-jitsu but like Oliveira has that you know that McGee mm -hmm. Brazilian exactly. that, like real jiu-jitsu and uh, did he ever do traditional uh BJJ Tony Ferguson I don't think or so. was it just purely I no think it was Randy Bravo I think it was no gi and then you know he was a wrestler and then mm, well yeah so he's, he's the all-american yeah, wrestler yeah. So obviously he's an amazing grappler. There's that, but there's a difference between Amaya and uh, you know I don't know uh, uh, Usman. Or when Usman. it comes to jiu-jitsu, Usman's a grappler too. But Usman's more of a wrestler. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. So, so Oliveira, I think his jiu-jitsu is real. Mm -hmm. It know. was a threat at 145, and it's still a threat at 55. Well, what he did to Ferguson, I'm I don't know. I he I know Ferguson. I hate saying this because I'm a fan, I'm a big fan of this, but I know he seems like he's like on the out. Mm -hmm. We kind of got hints of that already. Yeah, but still, you don't do something like that to Ferguson. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you gotta be fucking Oliveira, 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 Oliveira. Just showed up, mm -hmm. showed up. Now, I think he could. I think he beats Dustin. I think he beats Hooker. I think he, I even. I think he beats Chandler. I, I, I think he beats most of these top guys, man. He's got a good Muay Thai. Yeah. His Muay Thai is definitely underrated, but uh, when you watch him perform and striking, it makes people either want to shoot on him or it changes the whole game. Just like with Khabib, like no one expects the Khabib to do any striking. Yeah. You see what he pulls off on the feet, all of a sudden he's taken to the ground. He has you thinking about the stand-up yeah. war. You forgot all about his grappling game. Uh -huh. That's what they have to do. And that's what he does. Like Khabib, I know his stand-up is kind of atrocious, but that all that <laughs> weird, <laughs> that like, shit. yeah, like he's always at a place when he's mm. throwing punches, but whatever, overwhelming till he gets you down, and then whatever, exactly. then he's home. I don't know, Dos Anjos going to 155 makes it even more interesting, but I thought that was funny, though. All these guys are, are, are stand-up fighting each other, and, and, and it's non-stop stand-up wars just so they get to the top exactly. and go to grappling. <laughs> no, no one's showing off any of their grappling skills. No, no. And the, the champ that's dominating everything has been all grappling. Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. So, this weekend, holy shit. The Mystic Mac is oh, back. Yeah. The Mystic Mac is back. And he says he's going to do it under 60 seconds. Under 60 seconds. We'll see about that. Yeah. But then he also talked about press conference. Like, he, he said that, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't be unhappy with going to, to war for uh -huh. Biden, which I don't see that happening. No, no. That's not happening at all. And I think if it goes to war... It's more in favor of Dustin, probably. I don't know. You don't think so? I like the later rounds? In the later rounds, as much as I do want to give Justin some props, and he has grown as a fighter ever since that fight. He's been rising up the occasion, but think about how many wars he's already had since that fight. And even like his last fight with Hooker. Yeah. That was like, yeah. what was that? They got the round of the year? Yeah. Last year. It was a war. That was a war. And then he had the strangling with Khabib. He got strangled by him. Then before that, you had the Gagey, the Alvarez wars he had. Alvarez twice. So you've already went through that much damage, and you may have won most of those fights. Imagine what that's going to put on a guy like Connor who put you away already. And how long was that in the first round? It was like he said, like a minute 30 or something like that. Uh, it was it was long enough to where Dustin got off a couple and, of good things. And Connor has power. Yeah. Too. Everybody forgets Connor has power. 
Like, we've seen his power at 145. We've seen his power at 155. We've seen his power at 170. And he's got, like, top tier. He's a million-dollar man. He can afford anything to increase himself. He's got everything potential. you could think of. You may think yeah. everybody sees him as his party image. Like, he's being a party boy. Like, man, you don't think he's using some of that money for Come this? on. Come on. He's LeBron he's James level. Program. Yeah, he's LeBron James. LeBron spends a million dollars a year on, on his fitness. Exactly. You know, you can't take that away from him. Yeah. You 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 he's got all the money in the world to do it. But apparently the most thing he's been doing is having gym fights. Exactly. That's what he does to get ready. That's like what they talk about his favorite is having those gym fights to where they actually set up a gym war and he's walking in and then he's been having a lot of gym fights. He said a lot of gym wars and and uh, apparently that's why they're so happy with him because he's in there fighting every day. Mm -hmm. And I guess kind of, I didn't know this, but I guess kind of likes to get ready by fighting. Mm -hmm. Well, we've seen that a few yeah, times where, yeah. I don't know, I think it was for the uh, Alvarez fight where, I don't remember who he was going with, but he and this dude were going bare knuckle sparring. Oh, the big dude. Yeah, yeah the, the big, big dude. dude, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it was, he was getting ready for the Alvarez fight or the Khabib fight. He was one of uh, the Alvarez, I think. Alvarez, Alvarez yeah. yeah doing bare knuckles bar. I'm like what that tremendous like, why? Thor dude or whatever mm -hmm. and like yo the, you know he was hitting him and, mm -hmm. and and that Thor guy even if he's using 50% just touches you a little exactly. bit they, they took like an obstacle too they're both like all cut up and shit like, yeah. are you sure you're gonna be good for this fight <laughs> bro and everybody thought Alvarez was gonna be a challenge and I thought so too cause uh, to me like to me and Pops that was a bigger Mendez I thought Alvarez was gonna beat him bro everybody thought I thought Alvarez, Alvarez was, gonna, was gonna, beat gonna beat him I did not think that was gonna happen I thought Alvarez was gonna beat him. Who would have fucking think Alvarez was gonna beat him? Especially Alvarez at, at, at that time. Mm -hmm. I did not. He's just. But you know with him, bro. Every fight is just like, all right, all right, fuck, all right, I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. All right, now I'm on the bandwagon. All right, bro, he could beat anybody. <laughs> exactly. Not named Khabib. Even Khabib. Even Khabib. I think the best fight you could give Khabib is Conor. Oh, of course. I think I, I don't know what but it is. You know what I like to bring up every time somebody says, like, man, he got dominated by Connor. Look at all those fights that he went up against Khabib and he just changed every fighter he fought. Uh huh. Look at Connor after that fight. Yeah, he didn't. Where's win. the visible wear and tear that everybody else got? Why did Connor come out of that unfazed? Yeah. You cannot deny Connor survived that fight. Bro, and he was, getting, these guys. he was getting up. Lasted longer than Poirier. Yeah. Lasted longer than Gagey. Lasted longer than well, I mean, was it just those two that got finished pretty early? Because there uh, were more. Ayaquinta was to the to Ayaquinta lasted the last lasted longer. all five rounds, all five rounds, which I was surprised too. Lasted all those rounds, but even if they lasted long with him, Gaethje. if they didn't get finished, they got beat up. Yeah. Regardless if he finished them or not, they all had like rearranged their um, face. They all got their face rearranged by Khabib, or even like some parts of their body got broken. Kind of looked like he just came out of just yeah. running into a spar sparring training. Nothing you know? happened. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, obviously, could be won and dominated, whatever. But it wasn't the way I thought it was gonna be. No. I thought Conor was gonna. Supposedly, Conor was supposed to get dominated better than anybody. Yeah. That, that Khabib's ever fought because mm -hmm. Conor's got no ground game supposedly. No. Conor's got a fucking ground game. Bro. Yeah. It's not black belt. It's not maybe brown. I don't know what it is, but it's not the weak. I want to say he's the brown belt. Probably. I. I. I, so. I don't think if he's I as remember, bad as everybody thinks like, he is. I saw like him wearing a gi one time in training. I'm pretty sure I don't know if he was wearing a purple belt or a brown belt. Yeah, I don't know which one. It's been a while since I've seen that photo. You don't see that anymore. You don't see him work on his jits really. Well, at least he doesn't show it. I guess the the, the people were clowning on him because uh, people were like, "Yo, he tapped the 
couple times you got tapped, he tapped too fast. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, let me get you in the choke. Exactly. Let one of these five-year-olds get you in the choke. Let's see how fast you're going to tap. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of here. I hate when people say that, oh, he tapped too fast. And when you know, the choke wasn't even in, it was on his chin with the Khabib. And I was like, exactly. I'd rather get choked than my chin jaw crushed by a strong guy like Khabib. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has that fear of like losing his, like, he's going through like brain trauma. He's talked about that in the past. Like he doesn't like to take real damage. Like when it comes to like getting rocked or anything like that, if he's getting choked, like he's not trying to lose his brain cells uh, for a later in the future. I want to be able to speak right. That's what yeah, he says. Yeah. I want to be able to keep speaking properly as I grow older. And and I mean, what is he supposed to do? That could be fight. That's the one that everybody says like, oh, he tapped too soon. It was on the jaw. This that. You know what? How how close you are to getting your whole jaw broken mm-hmm. in a choke like that by a man that wrestles bears on top of him, just by anybody, let alone a man that has that kind of. Oh man, your father got me one of those once. I just I remember just hearing the cracks. You hear them, those little things, you know. Yeah, I remember watching the um, Alex Nicholson fight versus that Ukrainian dude. Is he a Ukrainian or a Russian? Uh, he was a light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. And he uh, had I Nicholson's think back. I can never, I can't remember his name. He's I think he's Russian. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, sorry if I'm being mean, but he's one of those. But he had his back, and he's going for a naked choke. It didn't look like he was squeezing them really hard, but when he squeezed, and all he had to do was turn his neck, all you hear, like, because the crowd was quiet, and you, all you hear is the mic go, you hear the jaw just break, it was bad. Oh, my neck hurts just thinking about it, bro. That's what your dad does to me all the time, because I defend my neck pretty good, I put my chin down, and he just lets me do it, and he waits, and then he gets mm-hmm. it right across my chin. And exactly. And I'll, I, I, well, I, you I, ain't got no neck, so where are you going to put it? <laughs> I used to be a day where I would sit there and fight it and fight it and fight it, and finally that, but now the second I feel it, I'm like, Fuck that, bro. My neck, everything hurts. So the people are talking that kind of shit. Just come in here and grapple with a little kid and see. You can like that bothers me so much when people talk about like, oh, he he had no heart in him. Of course. You know how much heart it takes just to go in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. So, who you got? Honestly, I'm about to jump on the McGregor bandwagon. Yeah. 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 As much as I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Poirier can manage to win. But my money's going on Connor with this one. You just said it managed to win. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody thinks. Almost everybody thinks. I think if they think Poirier can win, they say he can. If he can manage to do it, he can manage. It's always manage. Exactly. It's not like he's gonna do it. It's exactly. manage to do it. There's that false confidence. You already have like that one, that one loss in the back of your mind. You, of course, he's thinking about that. Uh huh. And who knows how he's gonna go into it when he step into the octagon? Like, hey, I'm fighting this guy again. And it's a totally different. We're not dealing with the same Poirier. We're not dealing with the same Connor. Let's see which one comes out on top. And they both one. they both got better, but Dustin Poirier got a lot better, but he's still that style, mm-hmm. that working style fighter. You exactly. know, that that, that that blue collar. But that could also be a downfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. seen that happen the fighters in the past. And, and that's what I'm saying. So when you look at, when I look at both of their growth, so obviously Dustin's been busier, but Connor has grown and he's looking even smoother when I'm watching the train. He's not doing taking his, yeah, yeah. Poirier has grown, but he's still the same Poirier. He's still mm-hmm. taking damage. Like you said, he's taking damage. He's still getting hit. He's mm-hmm. winning the one. Look what happened with GSP and Bisping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. All that time off, all of a sudden you come back and you come back and take the belt. Yeah. At middleweight. Sometimes time off is, is the break that your body needed. Exactly. You come back fresher. If you're a guy like Conor McGregor to where. Like he says, pressure is an illusion. He doesn't feel that pressure. There's that time off doesn't really mess with him. You know, some people time off. You got to get back. You need a couple of fights to get back. And oh, I'm walking to the cage. I'm you're going through the process. He doesn't go through that. He doesn't feel that pressure. So time off probably only helps him. Yeah. In my opinion, I think I would think. I don't know. We saw that with Cerrone. Yeah, yeah. He just came in right away. How how busy is Cerrone? And Cerrone looked like he had rib rust. Oh, compared sure. to 
So I got Connor, and I honestly think he does it again with him in the first minute. Mm. I think so. Not even go first minute, but we'll see. Unless Dustin Poirier is probably going to be a lot smaller this time. He's exactly. not going to try to get caught. But, yo, Dustin did catch him a couple of times that first fight. Yeah. The, little, the little length it was. Dustin did catch him a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So, kind of be a KO. Or TKO, one of those. One of them. One of them. All right, co-main event. Chandler, man. Finally, we get the debut of Michael Chandler. Michael and bro, Chandler versus Dan Hooker. Michael Chandler versus Dan Hooker and... Let me tell you what I noticed right away. Look at Chandler's body. Oh, yeah. Look at his body, bro. That's a skinny version of the Chandler that I know. That Definitely I've going through some change. You know, and why do you think it took a while for him to expect a, accept a fight and all this? I think, I think when they transferred him over, they, they, they knew that he might be, you know, I'm, I don't want to say it. I don't want to speculate. But, no, for sure. But, but. I, I look at the body, and right now, I'm, I look at Even right now, you can see his shoulders, and I'm looking at other pictures, not just this picture. He doesn't look the thick monster that he was. I don't know. It's different when you got to stop TRT. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> I had to. It's just when you see a body change, you see a body change. And there's way too much of a body change in what I'm seeing. I like... You know, maybe I've seen a couple of... Um, right, I'm going to shut up, because maybe I saw a couple of wrong pictures, but... He looks smaller to me. He still looks shredding. He's still a beast, oh, but he so does he not look as as not small. As yeah, he doesn't look the same. And, uh, you know, I don't care what these other organizations talk about testing. It's normal, regular testing that anybody can pass. It's not like the UFC. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, definitely UFC is on a different level when yeah. it comes to their testing pool. Who you got? For this one, for Michael Chandler and Dan Hooker, I'm honestly, I don't know if I should go with either the pick or a pick against Chandler or Hooker because both their styles could be canceled out of each other. Like Dan Hooker has good takedown defense. He's got good striking. But knowing where Michael Chandler trains, and I've been in that facility before, even before they were at Sanford, he's not that bad everywhere. He's good at striking. He's good at grappling. You've seen his performances outside the UFC. So he's showing he's got that championship mentality. He's already been a champion. So he knows what to do in order to go back in that championship contender. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to Chandler, but who knows, maybe this will give rise to Dan Hooker. If, you, if it, we're going by what you're saying, with a different Chandler that we're gonna see, maybe this goes in favor of Hooker. Yeah. So for me, this is more of a pick em fight. I'm just right. here to watch an entertaining fight. You're right. For this I, one. I'm, I'm pretty much at the same spot as you. I don't even know who to pick. I know it would be, it would probably be really good if Chandler won for the division. Definitely, it, it'd be a new face. It'll bring new light to the division because this is a guy nobody knows about. He's been dominating outside the UFC, and this will bring me right to a new face in the yeah. division, so it'd be good. And him and Alvarez were the ones that had the wars, right? They had the wars. They yeah, had the back wars. Back in Bellator. And, uh... That's one they've been showing a lot in the replays. Like, they don't have a... They don't... I noticed when it comes to promoting guys outside the UFC, especially when it comes to their main competition, they don't show a lot of the previous fights. I don't like, know why they, they don't show the Alvarez, because everybody knows Alvarez yeah. was already in the UFC. I don't so know why they don't do that. It's not like you get to, like Bellator's gonna steal your thunder. <laughs> like just show it. Who cares? Uh, but the other shows show UFC. But I guess because it's good. Like this guy fought on the UFC and now he's on our show. So I wonder if they're gonna do like if they do like the promoting, like they show you like those previews before the fight happened. Like, uh -huh. are you gonna edit like all the, like the brands? Like you're gonna censor out Bellator's name, oh, on yeah, that? or are you just gonna do like the whole fighter posing, shadow boxing? Like, oh, this is my debut and stuff like that. Cause they do that a lot. Uh -huh. Unless it's a big name that show like their training videos. Uh -huh. If it's not, if they don't show any of the fight footage, they're gonna show training footage. And that's it. Sure. Yeah. 
I like I'm with you. It's a pick and fight, but it's definitely better for the division if Chandler wins. Because Dan Hooker, if he loses, he's still in play. He's still gonna be top ten, right? He's not gonna exactly. leave that. And then and now you got Chandler. Another if he loses, then all this mm-hmm. all this shit about this new guy that they brought in does that. He's you know exactly. It'll be like another yeah asking situation yeah, they yeah. did recently. Yeah. So pick and fight. Excuse me. I think it's better if Chandler wins, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Fuck, I feel like Hooker's gonna end up doing it, bro. Let's see. I feel like Hooker's gonna end up showing the difference of, uh, of oh, competition yeah. levels. Jessica I and Joanne Calderwood. I got Did my girl. Did I miss weight? Did she? Did she miss weight? I don't I think feel like I don't know. something came out about that. Let's, let's see I don't know if she missed weight or they were talking about where she she was talking about possibly. She made it. Yeah. They were talking about how she was possibly gonna miss weight because of flight delay, getting stuff like that. And something came out about somebody missed away in the last card and when they came in she was making like a fuss like talking about why aren't you guys asking if I'm like I'm okay or something like that. something about her way I don't know what it was maybe an interview asked her a certain question but I, I know she got upset like I don't know what it was for but if you didn't have such a track history of missing weight multiple times you can't get too bad at yeah. if you're asking you a certain question like why don't you ask you me gotta, if I'm okay you, you gotta know? blame yourself you being okay doesn't that mean reputation. we care about the fight exactly. <laughs> I hope you're okay but if you I didn't even know she was, she she had weight problems like that. Like she, she didn't make weight a couple of times. She's missed weight a couple of times. I was wow. surprised she made it for the Valentina fight. Wow. Well, I got I got Joanne anyway. I'm a tremendous yeah. fan of Joanne and her man and them as a couple. I follow them on IG. They're my favorite. Who's our man? MMA couple. Uh, he's the coach of their team. What's his name? Uh, Wood John Wood John Wood. John Wood. Yeah, John Wood. John Wood MMA. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I think it's Wood John Wood. I hope I'm getting that right, but. They're awesome. Yeah, he's a, he's he coaches uh he coaches uh he coaches her. I think they even have I think Gaethje's on their team too because they have Whitman on that team. So they have that Monster Energy facility or what was his name? John uh, Team Elevation. Is it John Wood MMA? I know I know. I know what's what's the name? Gaethje's at Team Elevation. Where does she train? That's what I'm looking for right now. She's definitely with with uh, and she's awesome. And yeah, I, Big Wood MMA. Yeah, so Big Wood MMA, it. yeah. I got uh, I got Joan Caldwell. It's owner and coach at Syndicate MMA. Syndicate MMA, that's it. I got, uh, I got, uh, so wait, Gaethje doesn't train there then? No, right? he Not goes to Elevation. Elevation, okay. I got Joan and be a decision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah, I definitely see a going decision. I don't think she's going to finish Jessica because Jessica is tough. It's definitely going to have to be win by decision. Yeah, yeah. I seldom pick a, a finish in, in uh, lady fights. Uh, Andrew Sanchez against Mahmoud Morado. You were just asking me about, about this. Andrew Sanchez, but I don't know much about Mak- Pick Mak- Mak- How'd you say? Mahmoud Maradov. Muradov. Mahmoud Muradov. Has he been in the UFC for a while, or is he just. I think he's had game? one fight in the UFC, yeah. and it was a fight with a sick combo. It was all over. They were showing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really, really good. And. Uh, I'm going with him, bro. I think he finishes the fight. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the guy I already know, Eric Sanchez. Just because I know his style already. Is he the favorite? Fight. He might be the favorite. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, no, he's not. No, no the other not. guy's favorite. Other guy's favorite. But he's used to being that other dog anyway. He's probably more likely to use his striking to set up his grappling, try to just wear the guy down. If he can get a submission, he's going to pull it off. But I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to the decision. He's been getting a lot of decision victories lately. So we got United States against Tajikistan. And uh, Muradov is 24-6-0. He's got a lot of fights. And Sanchez is 12-5-0. Both right there, reach, height, everything. Is the other guy younger than him? Uh, 
Why don't they have age? Why does these stats don't give you the age of their fighters? Yeah, I don't know. Why <laughs> I guess I guess there's a reason for that, huh? I don't know. But if you just look at them, you can probably tell that the Europeans younger. But you never know. Europeans have that. Yeah, everything in their system. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't know. It's like them colored folks. You can't tell what age they are. Yeah. Some of some of some of us buck how people age beautifully like black people. Some of us don't. <laughs> oh, uh Marina Rodriguez against Amanda Ribas. Amanda Ribas. She she be a lot of hips. I like her. She's good. This is one this is one of those strictly off look picks for me. I'm picking the hot look. Well which one are you? I, they're both beautiful in their own way. Well both beautiful women, but I'm going with Amanda. Looks, which one? Amanda. Well, you've made a good choice because she's got good Muay Thai. Does she? Yeah. Really good striker. I've watched the she's fight. I just don't remember anything. Well, too. She's got a few submission victories in there as well. As far as Marina Rodriguez, I haven't really seen her face before, so I wouldn't know too much about her. What was it saying? They both got good just records. The, the grappling right there. I saw they were showing something about stand-up. Are going down? Yeah, significant. Oh. Right here? So the other one has more significant guys, so she's definitely been in maybe a little more. But I haven't seen her face. I've seen more Rebus everywhere. Both in good shape. Yeah. Be good. I'm gonna go with Amanda. Oh shit, Mar Marina is at number eight. Number eight, huh? She's ranked eight, bro. Uh, they don't do these uh, the women's divisions justice. Like I don't even know. No, Besides really. the top two, I never know who the hell. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm on the prelims, bro. I didn't even look at the prelims yet. Matt Perola is back against Armand Sudukian. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm going with Matt. I'm gonna go with Matt too. I know Matt's, Matt's pretty well rounded for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Matt. Then we got Brad Tavares against Antonio Carlos Jr. is back. I'm wow. surprised that's not the main event of the the prelim, like yeah. the main prelim fight, because that they seem to be talking about that a lot in the embedded. You got who is the main prelim fight? It's that Matt Frivola and they Tony. are the main over Brad and Antonio. I know. Are they, the UFC's really some, trying some, to... some of these names right here, like you got Antonio Carlos Jr., Brad Tavares fighting, then you got Juliana Pena versus Sarah McMahon, like, and Kalina Roundtree too. Bro. Like, how are these names not, like, at more at the top? Like, Against Marcel not, not to take anything away from Matt Purple, he's been at the top name too, but if I'm looking at the names, I would think it, this would be the order for me. I would say Brad Tavares and Antonio Carlos Jr., then you have Juliana Pena, and Sarah McMahon, because these are like names you already know in the I UFC. I mean, Brett Tavares is ranked. These two guys up there are not Armin even ranked. Forever, or Khalil Roundtree, yeah. Marcin Francino. Why are they doing that? I don't know. So they're strange. trying to weed them out. Like Brad, like Brad was saying, like he kind of like loses attention lately. That's what he's been complaining about lately. Or they're not paying attention to him? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at your previous resume, you've been losing a lot and getting slept. And you gotta, I like Tavares too, but I feel bad too. he gets slept like that. And you gotta, I mean, it's not their job to notice you. It's your job exactly. to get them to notice you. That's the like name Dana, of the game. It's like Dana said, it's a, you don't make this in a career. It's an opportunity yeah. to be in UFC. You gotta make the most of your opportunity yeah. while you're in there. And then and then you can still well, be noticed. That's any organization yeah. you're in. It could be Bellator, it could be one, it could be UFC. Yeah. You gotta make the most of whatever opportunity you can get. And, and, and even if you lose a couple this, that, you could still be noticed and be talked to and be on top. You just gotta be that guy. I mean, how many dudes do we know that, are, that lose and are still the shit on <laughs> everywhere? And like, mm -hmm. again, paid attention to and everything. Exactly. And it's just cause you gotta, you gotta do that. I don't know what Brad Tavares social media is like or anything, but 
I don't know. I know that most people don't know who he is besides people like us. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you're not a hardcore fan already, you don't know yeah. some of these well-known names from back then. Like, um, you wouldn't know. You're just getting this, like, let's say it's your first card. You're not going to know who Brad Tavares is. Yeah. I feel like Carlos is going to beat him. You're going to be going off of, like, what your friends say. Uh-huh. Like, they tell you yeah. like, who yeah. this guy is. You know? But Antonio Carlos Jr. As far as the matchup goes between Brad Tavares and Antonio Carlos Jr., I'm going with Shoeface. With Shoeface? Carlos Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm going with him too. Just knowing that he, he comes from, he trains at ATT, and I know how most of their game plans work. They they work to gain points. They're gonna try to win those first two rounds, and when they win those first two rounds, they do whatever they want in the third. If they want to just show some dominance at their round, they'll show dominance. Or if they just want to control the fight, they'll control the fight and put it to the ground. Who knows? Me, he may even pull off a submission on Tavares. I wouldn't be surprised. He's good at. He's good at everything. Fuck, I'll tell you because I've trained with Antonio before dude. in Miami, and uh, yeah, I know about his jujitsu. <laughs> fuck, I don't even know how many times he submitted Because, well, you know, we're switching And when I went with him, I got submitted Like, fuck, I don't know how many times <laughs> And yeah. he's really such a nice guy, bro Oh, yeah Such a nice guy, it's insane uh, You got Julio Pena and Sarah McMahon I can't remember last time I've seen Sarah McMahon fight fuck. Pena, too I think they were supposed to fight, like, sometime last year And maybe, I don't know, one of them got hurt or something like that But I know I haven't seen these two fight for a minute Yeah, me too I guess I'm gonna go with Pena because I don't know she she's a yeah definitely I have to go with Pena for sure yeah McMath for a few times I've seen her fight like she's either yeah. she either wins or she loses yeah and Pena there was a lot of she hasn't hopes. been getting a lot of whole a lot of fights since the last time I saw her. the only time I really watched her fight the last time it was when she fought Shevchenko when she was rising up at 135 that was the last time I seen her really so they're both been kind of not been too active there was a lot of high hopes for both of them yeah. Well, didn't she fight for uh yeah she did fight for the title she fought Shevchenko Pena or McMahon Pena no she didn't fight for the she title. was it was title contention oh okay because okay. after Pena Shevchenko fought home uh-huh. then after home she went to go fight Nunez sure well, I'm gonna go with Pena I think a decision yeah Pena decision That's, for most women's fights you gotta go with decision and one of my one of my new favorite fighters after after he went to Thailand and and, and round switched two. his game up and now I like. I love watching him fight because he's the only one that like has a little bit of a mm-hmm. that I've seen in the UFC today right now that he does a little bit of that tie and oh, and sure. since he went to Thailand and completely changed it up he's been shit see I was almost convinced by that too after he did lose a couple yeah well because he they talked about him doing that and then after talking about it one time like he won but then the next fight after that I think he fought the Hulk and yeah got yeah slept Right after that, and he also he got spooked away, and so you could tell like he was kind of like spooked. Like, oh. Was he? I didn't want to yeah. see that. It was like he screamed in his face, and he showed like a weird like, well, "Are you good? Like you shouldn't get spooked by that dude. Like come on, bro. I didn't see that. You gotta be ready for that. Like, I didn't you know see that dude's that. a crazy man. Then he gets slept by him later. Fuck, I don't know. Do you know anything about this Marcin Pacino? I've heard his name. I've, I keep I've heard this name so much. I don't, I don't know anything about him. With the wrong guy. That's what I'm thinking about. There's another guy. Was this like light heavyweight? Uh, yeah. There's another Pacino that's Brazilian, isn't there? Or Sim sounds like no, that name? No, like he's another European too, but he had like a... Uh, did he fight, what's his name, Ozdemir? This guy? Yeah. I don't know, Marcin I don't think Pacino. so. Oh no, I think it was Marcin, uh, uh, the other Marcin. Okay. Tabaras? Tabaro? No? Yeah, maybe I'm thinking another about Marcin. There was another guy, I remember a buddy of mine just sent me this. He's talking about how they finally put him in the video game in UFC 4. I remember watching him, he, he was on the first car in Abu Dhabi that they had and he was doing that weird shit he was not, he's Ooh, not even looking guy? at Ozdemir and like just touching the shit oh that guy that yeah guy. 
I don't know if it's him. Oh, that's the, that's, the, that's the really tall the new tall, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that no, that's, no, that's not no. him. I know what you're talking about. They have a lot of high hopes for that dude. Mm -hmm. But I remember watching that fight. He was doing a lot of crazy things. But I remember I even talked to you about it. I think that uh, against high level... Higher level higher level like, dudes. that's not the best thing you should yeah, be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was saying, I remember that we If, if that was about. the dude and he was doing that with Roundtree, I'm like, hey, yeah. don't do that with Roundtree. But either way, I'm going with Roundtree in this one. Me too, I'm going with Roundtree. Uh... Skill and biased, I think he beats him. Skill and biased. Uh, all right, and then bro, prelims. Nick Lentz. Nick Lentz is back. I don't know Mufsad Evalov. I don't know much about him either. He probably just what they're trying to do. They're probably trying to use Nick Lentz to feed this guy, but you can't count Nick Lentz out. Nah, nah, He's Nick a good competitor as well. Very good competitor. Is this that? What is that? Catchweight? Oh, they they uh, fighting uh, that catchweight. What's the weight? Because Lentz is a fifty-five. What is it? Sixty-five? They're doing that. 145. Oh, 145. That's, That's not catch, catch weight. What? I don't get it. Uh, I'll be honest. I had uh, I don't, the UFC said I don't. <laughs> I think they rely more on the ESPN Plus yeah, these days yeah. to do that. Maybe we should use that next time. Yeah, ESPN. yeah, probably. Amir Albazi against Salagas Zumagulov. Zumagulov. Uh, these these Asian looking Russians. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Bro, that's so oh, tough. Man. That's so tough. You would think, if you didn't see his name, you'd probably think he was Asian. Yeah, uh, I yeah. thought so too until I looked at his name and no, that is not Asian. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm going with Amir. I'm going with Amir. Yeah, I'm going sure with Amir too. Albazi. Not that I can give too much fight stats on either one of these guys because I don't really know who they are. But I'm just going by looks, I should say. And uh, Amir is ranked number 15, so I guess he's been in the game. I don't want to confuse him. Let's see, I'm confusing some of these guys. So some of these guys look exactly the same when I look at him. I feel like he's and the especially guy. these these uh, Middle That's Eastern him. Russian looking dudes. They all look the same. <laughs> he this he's not with uh, Faras, right? No, and that's that's what that's I was, what thinking, I was like, thinking about. He looked like that dude from Faras Ahabi's yeah. gym. That's what I was thinking about. Well, that's it for the card, man. I'm freaking excited about this. Oh, yeah. This is a normal time card, right? It's not. Yeah, it looks like normal time yeah. was up Saturday, January 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's good for Eastern me. time. Ooh. I was thinking, hey, we got to cancel some of these classes. We can hurry up and make it for like last Saturday. Because last Saturday I missed it because I was at the tournament. So I was only able to see Holloway. Oh, I'm, congratulations, yeah. bro. By the way, my man. And killing it. Uh, what was that? Did you just, you was, was just gi? Purely gi jiu-jitsu. Purely yeah. gi? How, do you, how does it feel? I mean, it's not too different from what I thought it was going to be, but. Definitely, I wanted more of a challenge, but then again, I had to register That's what I myself. Do you though. feel it? Do you feel? Uh, do you feel like pretty close to like you're going into a fight? Mm. Or no, no, it's not that feeling. Huh? It wasn't that same. I'm sure if I went into a higher weight, like weight division, no, not weight division. I should say more higher belt division. I probably would have felt more of a challenge, and that's what we talked about. I was talking about that with Marcel. Like he he came up to me at the tournament. Hey, now we gotta test you, like because we already know, like. Uh -huh. I may be a white belt in traditional gi, like they know my skill level. Yeah, not yeah, like yeah, I need to yeah, test yeah. for my blue belt. Cause I, 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 I just I literally started doing traditional gi right before we hit COVID. Like we made that decision, like we need to start putting me in the traditional gi. Like as much as I be getting no gi training over here, I need to get my traditional gi in with Marcel Prayer, uh -huh. who trains under. Why the hell am I messing this up? I mess up every time. Who do you train under? I, I'm not even like his that. lineage? Yeah, Jose Aldo's coach. Oh, uh, coach. uh, damn it. 
Yeah, because yeah, that's what. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. You that's where Coach Marcelo's fans. from. Yeah. That's what, oh that's shit! Fight. Wow. So your See, lineage, I don't your say jiu-jitsu. his name too much, so I forget it every time. So your jujitsu lineage is mm-hmm. that's serious. And plus, Pop's on Charlie train on him too, so most yeah. of the stuff he learned from him, like I'm getting out uh-huh. over here in Nogi. So your more Italian jujitsu lineage is from like serious, because mm-hmm. Marcelo's serious anyway. But on top of that, being from that kind of coach, woo. And yeah, you know, you know. uh you know, I, yeah, you are white belt, I guess technically, but mm, no, no, no. I go. So I, I know. Have, I know I what it feels test, like to I go against. I got a testing buddy. I need to figure out when we have to take our tests. I know. Even though he's a blue belt and stuff like that, so I know what it feels like going against white belts, and you feel like a high level purple belt. <laughs> when I got to defend freaking a million submissions in a minute, it's just nonstop, nonstop. And you, you are a stand up fighter, and your last. One or two fights. What was which which fight was the one where you were on your back a lot and you it just was, looked well, the boring. My last out. three fights, but the last one was more striking. But the two before that, they were all pretty much on the ground. And you look like I lost one, but you look at won home. The other one. You look at home, on your back, like you look like a jujitsu guy. I would if I if I first came into that. If that was my first time watching you, and I saw you on the ground. That was the first time I was like, oh, this guy's good at jujitsu too. Like I wouldn't just think you're a Muay Thai guy. Because you just look so comfortable. I remember that's one of the things I was thinking when I watched it is just how comfortable you look on the bottom, doing your thing, and like you going for submissions and this and that. That's not that's not a fucking white belt. Trying to, <laughs> trying to stay active. Shit, man. That's what so, we're trying to get in people's heads. Like if even though you may be on the back, don't look down. Like start doing something down. Uh-huh. Don't. You're very active. You're very active. When's the next uh, possible fight? Who knows? I'm here multiple dates. February, March, but for sure, April 10th, right in there. Oh really? Here? Yeah. We yeah. work on that angle. I'm vigilant. April tenth, we'll be right in is that cage, get, right is, behind us. Do they have pro on the car too? Or? Pro, as far as pro goes, I don't think so. I think it's called gonna be amateur. Your pop- he does have a pro show coming up. I feel like it's Ami Pro. I think Pop said something about March in Miami. Your something pops was talking to me about combates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking, and he's talking to me about it. And I might just have to step my game up and hey, fucking do MMA. Combate would be good. That'd be a good show. I'm just so stuck on Muay Thai, but I might just have to stuck, uh, stick my... You, you, you underrate your MMA skills. I've seen your grappling skills. You may have just pulled your groin shooting to take down... <laughs> God, I shouldn't be shooting. We, we all know you have good wrestling defense. As far as being offensive with your takedowns, no, you're not that guy. No. I, I we, we know you, you, got, you got submissions. You can't be underrating your skills like that. I, it's just, uh, I, I'm so obsessed with Muay Thai that well, I just got to get it out of my head. You know I, what it is, I am right? too, but then look yeah. at me. Yeah, but you, you, you shining in that MMA cage, bro. You looking good in there. Mm-hmm. Jiu-jitsu everywhere. I wouldn't know if I had to fight you after looking at your last couple of fights. I wouldn't know what the fuck, like, I wouldn't know where it was a good idea to go. You know, I'm like, ah, right, he's a stand-up guy. I'm gonna go down there. But look when he's down there, he's trying a million submissions. So it's just, well, I'm heel striking your ass and shit. Like, hey, I was go ahead talking. Sit up now. I was talking to your pops. I'm not gonna talk about it right now on camera, about potential future plans for you. But the shit he was telling me, whoo, I got goosebumps. Like, no way, the champ. So yeah. I ain't gonna talk about it because till it happens. But I'm not gonna blow your spot up. But sure, we'll the stuff that he was saying, bro, I got so excited for you, man. All right. Well, that's it, bro. Dino and the champ episode. One technically, but episode number ninety, formerly World MMA Factory podcast. That's it, man. Now we're gonna yeah, be doing man. them on the regular, right? We'll be on the regular for sure. Dino and the Champ, thank you guys for listening. Love you all. As always, we are God's children equal on the run roof. Don't let media and politics and all this bullshit going around deter you from that.
We are all fam. Dino on the champ. I'm so happy to be doing this. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't afraid of no COVID. So yeah, we ain't afraid of COVID. <laughs> and soon we're going to be doing Fight Companions too. Yeah, why Yeah, not? yeah. Because now we're revamping. And then hopefully that production company and all that. That'd be dope. Hell yeah.